with sound. Alright. What's up everyone? Welcome back to Watch With Sound. My name is Josh Landicho, and with me is Carmela Ocampo. And today we're doing another episode of Quick Take. If you don't know what Quick Take is, it's just a little segment that we like to do about the certain media we've been enjoying lately. It doesn't have to be movies, it could be TV shows, books, music, any media that we've been consuming and enjoying lately, we talk about it. Um, so Carmela, just to start off, how's your week been going? I feel like we never, I never ask you this question whenever we're Whoa. like recording. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because you never care about me. Um, oh, I'm just kidding. Damn, you figured me out. <laughs> I never me. ask you either. Okay. <laughs> My week, um, it's been pretty wild at work. Um, we've been preparing for Q4. <laughs> What is it? Oh, quarter four? You were in Q4. We are in Q4. Yeah. You know, like for the upcoming holidays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's been crazy, but it's it's been, it's just been wild. Yeah, I feel like when I text you now, you don't respond to me <laughs> until like the last second. I know. It's just been specifically, I mean, I think it's going to be like from this week till like basically the end of the year. Damn. It's going to be like crazy. Yeah. It was kind of like this last year, but now... The stakes are higher. (laughs) (laughs) For what reason? Um, Just more responsibility, I guess. Yeah. 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 I'm not like new anymore. Like that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because like what? Yeah. Whenever I text you, I'm like, okay, I guess she's just not gonna reply. Yeah. No. I mean, I'll reply like all at once. Yeah. Like I woke up at some point. I woke up last or woke up in the morning and I saw you respond and I was like, okay, she's alive still. I'm alive. No, dude. Like that's how it's been this whole week with like everyone on my phone (laughs) i replied to everyone back that same night i had to reply back to like almost 30 messages because i'm in like a bunch of group chats um and yeah i just feel so bad because i'm also um the maid of honor of my sister's wedding (laughs) and like there's like a lot of wedding stuff happening too and i was like oh my god like I'm, like, not replying back. Yeah, it's fine, though. Yeah. I mean, I already get your, like, texting pattern, so, like, I didn't didn't take it seriously (laughs) or anything. (laughs) Like, I knew you were going to reply back or just mention it later. But anyways, what have you been enjoying lately? So I have been enjoying the album by Brockhampton. It was released, like, a month ago, I'd say. And I've been, like, listening to it nonstop for, like, a month. Um, It's called Ginger. And it's like their what, fourth? No, no, fifth, yeah. fifth studio album. I think it's my personal favorite, honestly. To be perfectly honest, um, I don't know. It's it's like might be their most like emotional and like diverse. Yeah. I'd say, um, and like I like almost every song on the album. I can't say that for the other ones. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Every song on this album, like I will listen to and. Yeah, I'm going to their concert in December, and I'm really excited. Um, if you don't know who Brockhampton is, it's an all-American boy band. That's, or that's, what, like, <laughs> that's what, what I like calling each that's other. That's what they call each other, but they're basically like a group of what, rappers. Yeah. Um, there's like eight, no, seven. There's a lot. There's know. seven main rappers and like, like I don't Creative know. Creative team, producers, all that nonsense. Yeah. What's your favorite song that's not Sugar? That's not because <laughs> no. everyone's. If I ask that question, everyone's gonna say sugar. Actually, my favorite song is Ginger. Really? Yeah, really. Oh, apart from sh- like, Ginger then Sugar or Sugar then Ginger. Ginger then Sugar. Interesting. Yeah, 
I feel like ginger is like my vibe for sure. And sugar is like everyone's favorite on the album, which I totally understand. It's like yeah, it's a banger. Yeah. Sugar is probably their best song ever, to be honest. Ever? In my opinion. Dang, ever. Yeah, because I'm also a big fan of Brockhampton. I'm wearing their shit right now. I've been following them for a minute. Um, and like just them as a group, they've been doing some like insane things that no artist has ever been doing. Like, for instance, it's been two years since they first started, and they've released six albums. That's yeah. three albums a year. Yeah. Your favorite artist will probably release in one album every other year. Yeah. Like, the production and, like, the ambition they have is so insane. And also, not to mention, they lost a member. Like, yeah. And they had to scrap two albums they made already. <sighs> like, <laughs> I'm, like a, I'm, like, a huge fan, and, like, not even because of their music, but just, like their creativity and their production of making things that's like it's just so crazy how much they make and how consistently good it is yeah like even though they're like so prolific like their the production is like well done you yeah. know like and each album like well minus the the saturation series is like just cohesive all around but then every album after that is like has its own personality yeah um, yeah, Iridescence, which came out last year, was just, like, freaking wild and, like, angry. And Ginger seems, like, a lot more sad and thoughtful, yeah. I'd say. Like, more reflective. More mature. More mature. I think that's why I like it the most so far. Yeah. A huge fan of Kevin Abstract as well. I want to give a shout-out to Joba. I don't think he gets enough love, but I think he's... <laughs> I like Joba, too. Yeah. Joba and Bareface, probably my favorite members. Yeah, they're my top three. Dang. Do you like the third one might is a tie between Dom and Kevin. Dom and Kevin. Yeah. It's definitely the Bareface Joba and then the one of those two. Nice, nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. Um, so Josh, what have you been enjoying? Um, I just finished um Bobby Hundreds' new book, This Is Not a T shirt. AKA Bobby Kim, the creator of the Hundreds. Um this is a book I like I really was excited for when he first announced it and this is like the first book I've finished in a while yeah in a while oh, like damn. I haven't finished a book in a minute um but like with the hundreds and Bobby specifically I've been following them since like 2008 and like even with like the hundreds of interviews I've watched with Bobby the book has hundreds. like hundreds <laughs> um this book has like let me like taught me things that I didn't know about him taught me things about like the industry and really just how to run a business like even if you're not a fan of the hundreds it's a good book to source out like entrepreneur you know skills and just to learn about the brand in general and just sort of a good explanation as to why streetwear has a big culture has a big family big community and also sort of why they're um lasting for so long they've been in the industry for 16 years and they're probably like yeah they're probably like one of a few brands have done that. There's a lot of brands that that I remember that started with them, mm-hmm. and I don't even know where they're at. They're like gone. Dang. Yeah. So like that's why I'm a big fan of Bobby. Not, uh, I'm not so much a fan of the the hundreds, but um, I still like their designs. I still follow them, and they're my first gateway into like streetwear and everything like that. So of course I'm not gonna like yeah stop following them. Why aren't you a fan of the hundreds? I'm just curious. Um. I don't know. I think it's the uh, sort of like the street appeal of it, Um, because once the once they hit malls and like more accessible stores, that's when you sort of lose street cred. Whenever you're streetwear, you know, it's kind of like 
um, he kind of explained in his book that streetwear is more like a like a secret club. So if you see someone wearing a shirt from a brand, you're like, oh, shoot, you like that brand? I like that brand, too. Yeah. When they sort of went to, like, malls and stuff, it was kind of like, okay, not everyone knows a secret club. Like, what's the point? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then other shoe brands obviously popped up during those years that I attract more to now, apart mm-hmm. from the hundreds. I do have a question. I guess on the other end of the spectrum, how do you feel when streetwear brands go more high fashion? Like, they're beyond the street, basically. Beyond they're, like, the insanely expensive now. Um, it's, like, not even streetwear, but it's still considered streetwear, you know? Like, um, I'd say off-white or something. Yeah. Are you asking how I feel just in general? Yeah, like, on the other end of the spectrum. Or you don't... It, they lose street cred when they go, like, more mainstream, right? Mm-hmm. But how do you feel when they go high fashion? Like, basically not accessible. It's, it's definitely less street appeal, but more celebrity appeal. So it kind of like builds a pedestal on itself, you know? So like off-white, that's very expensive. You see more celebrities wear it, and then you have people that are rich that wear it as well. And that sort of acts like a class. Like if you buy those like that high of fashion, then you obviously aren't in tune with streetwear as much as like I am or any other person is. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with that price tag. Like, yeah, it's there's like a, there's a streetwear. Certain, yeah, there's like a limit that like it stops being streetwear because it's not on the street. It's like, it's in fashion shows and stuff. It's like a certain level that sort of like falls off. Um, yeah, I like. Um, Do you with, still like respect the credibility of those brands though? Of course. Like Virgil Abloh is like one of the biggest designers today especially being an african-american designer as well that's even crazier i still respect him and like the work he's done but with brands like that i kind of i look to them just to see what they're up to obviously because i like to see what what brands are up to but like i've never i would never consider buying anything (laughs) (laughs) like it's so out of my realm like i'm not even gonna like think about it yeah yeah for sure so you don't own a pair of Yeezys? No, I do not. I don't plan on to. I, I only... How do you feel about Yeezys? I don't think I've ever asked you that. <laughs> Yeezy the brand or like Yeezy the shoe? Uh, I guess both. Um, you can start with the brand. <laughs> um, Yeezy the brand is sort of losing its appeal. I think when it first came out, it was Kanye West. Oh my God. Kanye Shoes. West is like, yeah, polarizing. He was on everything. Yeah. He was Twitter, this, that. Um, I think it's sort of losing its appeal now, but at the same time, I think this is what Kanye's plan was. He kind of want to have his brand to be more accessible to other people. And now that you see like Yeezys that aren't as limited as they are now, mm-hmm. it's more reachable. And I think, it, yeah, it is lamer, but like <laughs> it's cool that like people could access that sort of fashion in a easier way apart from, you know, like waiting in line for something that's super limited you might not be able to get. Yeah. At least this time people are able to get it and sort of like have the sort of field of streetwear in their arsenal apart from not having anything at all. Um, the shoe itself, uh, the 350s, I was never a super fan of. Are those the ones with the thing on the side? <laughs> <laughs> for you for all you people who are listening, she's just making a square with her fingers. And I'm so confused because I don't know what she's talking about. <laughs> okay, wait. It's here. the ones that look like an Ultra Boost, essentially. The, ba- the basic one, the main one. I think you have a pair, no? Is it the one with this? If, if it's... <laughs> <laughs> I 
Is it the one with the stitch on the in the middle? I think so. It says supply or something. Has like some sort of text on it. Not that one. <laughs> not that one. That's not the one I have. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. It's fine. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. Uh, <laughs> the other models are okay as well. I think the one I don't like is like the weird bulby one. I don't remember what it is, but this one's like bulb. It's like bubbles oh, on the yeah, bottom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the three fifties are whatever, but the rest of the models are cool. I think I have the ones that you think are cool. <laughs> are you sure? No, you have the regular boosts, don't you? Like the which one? Running shoe looking. <laughs> See, one? okay, now so now Josh is making a square motion. <laughs> I'm wearing like an oval, more like. Mm, uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> We'll draw it out for you. Drawing something. Okay, is it the side of the shoe or the top? The side. What is this view? Oh wow! It has like a usually has like a little stripe. I don't have that one. Which one do you have? I have the sesame one. Okay, here. Yeah, that is the one you have. No, 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 that's not the one. (laughs) So okay, this is a top-down view. Okay. Top-down. Top-down. Okay. That's a bad one. Here's the hole for I'm your pretty sure it's 350. Here's the hole for your foot. Here's the laces. And there's like stitching down here in the middle. And then, um, no, I don't have those. You don't have those? I don't have those. I told you. You're tripping because those are exactly what they are. No, here. I'm, <laughs> do you want me to bring it out? <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> here, you know what? These, these ones. Yes, you have these ones. Yeah, those. They don't, I, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have the stripe. They're not. It, that's the soul. <laughs> no, you this. drew this shit. Oh, what is okay. that? It's the same thing, no, just without the stripe. Not. No stripe. I'm going to edit some of this. <laughs> a long conversation. Um, but anyways. <laughs> Wait, so you don't like these? I don't like those. <gasps> Why? They're too commonplace now. Commonplace? Too ubiquitous. Oh. I mean, isn't that what you said was yeah, good? Yeah, but that's why I don't like that's them. That's why you I, don't like them. I kind of didn't like them in the first place anyways. Like, were you intrigued by them at at, at best? I was just intrigued with Kanye West at the time. The The design of the shoes, whatever oh, to me. Okay. Yeah. He's coming out with, like, Crocs or something now. I'm, I'm stuck for those. Oh, so you're excited about, about the Crocs. Really <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't understand I'm about to buy those. why Crocs are cool now. Like... My cousin, okay, my cousin has a pair. I think it's because they're comfortable. I don't know. There's also, like, a, a culture with them. I don't really know the culture, but the <laughs> I was going to say, like, please tell me about it's this. It's called Vis- Visco Girl. Visco Girl? That's what Visco Girl is? I guess so. I... She wears Crocs? <laughs> oh, my God. I guess that's what, I, like, I don't know that lifestyle or, like, that I have, stereotype that I much. hope I'm not a, I use the app Visco, but... It's, no, it's, I don't. anyone uses Visco, but it's not Do like, you use Visco? I don't, but like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> the people that use the app aren't Visco girls, it's the type of, like, outfits and, like, lifestyle they live is what makes it a Visco girl, you know? But you don't know what it is. I'm not sure. I have to look this up later. <laughs> this is too interesting. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're digressing here. What else have you been enjoying lately? Um, so I recently watched this movie called In the Mood for Love. Um, it's an older movie. Are you in the mood for love, Carmela? I guess you could say it's cuffing season. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> 
<laughs> Sophia, if you're listening to this. I'm just kidding. Um, so it's about two neighbors. Oh, it's in Hong Kong, by the way. Um, oh, okay. It's about two neighbors who find out that their spouses are cheating on them with each other. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, so, like, there's um, a hus- there's two sets of couples, right? There's uh-huh. husband and wife, okay? Mm-hmm. One of them, the husband, mm-hmm. okay, is having an affair with this one's wife. Uh-huh. And okay? these two find out. And these two find out, and then they fall in love, but they don't want to become their spouses, okay. so they, like can't like they basically don't go for it and it's like really sad but the beautiful like i think the best thing about this movie is the cinematography it's like insanely well done it's like incredibly beautiful it's it just like sets the stage for like this really it's kind of a very simple premise right um not a lot of dialogue so it's like really heavy on like the aesthetic and like um the soundtrack but I think it's well worth a watch if you want to be, like, inspired for, like, composition and framing reasons. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, really heartbreaking. Um, so they, didn't, they don't, like, divorce the people they're with even though they're cheating on them? No, because it's that during a time where it was that stuff was, like, taboo, especially okay, in Hong so Kong. So you, you had to, like, live and die with the person. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. And, like, if you, like, divorce that person, like, and especially if it was the wife doing it, they would be, like, basically considered, like, un- like they wouldn't be able to get married again kind of thing. But, I mean, if they, like, love each other, why wouldn't they be able to get married? Because they don't want to become mm-hmm. the thing that they hate. Okay, okay, okay. It's, like, yeah, it's, like, really sad what and, year like, was twisted. It, what year was this? Uh, like, what year was the movie made? That's what I meant to ask. 2000, like, the early 2000s. I think oh, it came okay. out in 2000, yeah. Yeah, I've been going through, like, the Criterion movies I bought, like, a long time ago and never watched, and that was one of them, yeah. Um, You just, like, stumbled upon it, or what? I was literally going through, like, my DVDs, and I was like, what haven't I watched here? And it was, like, still wrapped in plastic, and I was like, I guess I'll watch this one. Um, Yeah, it was a pleasant surprise. It's, like, one of my favorites, though. Oh, wow, nice. Yeah. Damn. You should really watch it. It's, like, really good. I don't know. You're probably not as romantic as I am, but... These cinematography is good, so I might indulge in that. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy the aesthetics a lot. It's a lot of, like, very warm color. Like, a lot of red. I know you like red. That's your favorite color, right? (laughs) (laughs) Josh's room is red. (laughs) It's maroon. Okay. What? It's a wine. It's a wine? It's a wine color. Is it like that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Every... Okay, whatever. Are you colorblind? (laughs) <laughs> okay, Josh. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Wait, wait, wait. No, go on. No, 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 no. No, see it. I just say you're, you've never been in my room like in the daylight. It's always been dark. That's so true. I don't think you've seen like the full color. No. Yeah. I've only seen it seen it lit by like your lamp. Yeah, and yeah. it's very dark in there. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, it's really dark in here. <laughs> um, all right. So what if, what else have you been enjoying? Um. Okay, it's kind of funny because. We talk about B movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Just us two and on the podcast. Here we go a little again bit. with the B movie. <laughs> it's a great movie. That's not what I'm talking about. But like, um, 
since then, I like watched cars and comedians and cars getting coffee, which Jerry Seinfeld, and I was like, okay, this is a really great show. So from that show, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I should really watch Seinfeld. So I've been watching Seinfeld, wow. and it's a great show. Yeah, I freaking love it. Yeah, to be honest, it's like probably the best sitcom ever made, in what? my opinion. No way. I swear. Wait, yeah. better than like Friends? Oh hell yeah, better than. Oh, like, yeah. I saw I saw like a, a tweet. It's like Friends or Seinfeld, and that was when I started watching Seinfeld. And I was like, if you asked me literally like two weeks ago, I would have said Friends. Whoa. Okay, wait. I have so many questions. What makes it, what makes it the best? Um, just like the style of comedy is not yeah. e- not even that, but what entices me the most is the writing in the show. Like I feel like the writing seems very flushed out and thought of. Especially when you have like Larry David and Sein- Jerry Seinfeld writing the script and everything, I think you sort of see that with how their comedy is and how they sort of um, formulate the show. And that's like my favorite thing is like the writing because it's, I think it's really thought out. And when you watch certain episodes, you kind of see how the writing is apart from other sitcoms. Like with sitcoms, with like regular sitcoms, you kind of see like a joke and that's it. With Seinfeld, it kind of has like the joke within the theme. Oh, and, okay. Yeah, and, like, a lot of it is really well thought out throughout the episode. Have you have you watched Arrested Development? No. Okay, never mind. Oh, wait, I did, I did. Oh, Mental did you Zero? like... Yeah. It was okay. I haven't, like, okay. watched it in a while, and I stopped, like, in the first season. I was gonna say, I mean, like, I, I like the writing from that show, too, because it's, like more thought out and like really fleshed out with each character and like the gags like keep running like throughout each season um and is it like kind of like that type of comedy where it's like i don't know a little a little more intellectual or is it like what would you you describe it's not essentially like intellectual um, Actually, that was like a bad word to describe yeah, that. I think it was. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but the show, um, it's it's funny that they describe the show as about like they describe the show as the show about nothing. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Because each episode, there's no like overarching timeline for the show for the most part. It's more like episode, episode, episode. Things just like happen. Yeah, exactly. Kind of and like, of course, at certain episodes they do bring back past stuff but it's not detrimental to the show it's not yeah. something that's like we need to mention this it's just kind of like you sort of see them do certain things in each episode and like it's funny because like with how i met your mother and other sitcoms you kind of see this like hard character development with each character through each episode and you sort of like know the character like front and back but with seinfeld it's character development but through like a nonsensical way, if that makes sense. Cause I'm not, cause there's no overarching story with each character. I just sort of see how they are in each episode. I learn, you learn about, about them. them in each episode, apart from like having this overarching story throughout the show that makes me know about the character, you know? Yeah, you know I'm trying to say? Yeah, I'd say like, um, I mean like, I'd say Phoebe's, or I'd akin it to Phoebe's character in Friends, because she didn't really have, like, a storyline beyond, like, you know, the things that happened to her, like, getting pregnant or, like, getting married and her mom dying. But other than that, like, you basically just learn about her slowly throughout the the show in each episode, as opposed to, like, Rachel or Ross, where they had, like, a more linear, like, 
story, right? Oh, yeah, I kind of could see that, where Phoebe is sort of... It was, like, comes. random. You just kind of, like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> it's random, but also, like, a controlled randomness. Because, like, I don't know, I just it seemed like a, a, like every show's situation, you learn more about the character, and you sort of care about what they do yeah, yeah, yeah. in each episode. Yeah. And that's why I like it so much. That's cool. And just the comedy is different, too, and it feels different. I don't know, just it's, like, great. I what love it. What kind of comedy is it? Like, what do you mean? Like, it's not... Like, you know how The Office is, like, awkward, like, dry humor? So, what would Seinfeld be? Uh, that's hard to describe. Like, I want to say it's just, like, kind of regular sitcom humor, but delivered differently. Does that make sense? Like how? Tell me a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you... I don't want to skit right now. If I say something, like I don't want it to ruin because it's a really good episode. That what is your favorite joke so far from the show? Okay, okay, fine, fine, fine. Um, so Kramer, who's this crazy sporadic guy, okay, um, he runs into this famous director, okay, and all of a sudden gets a um a a role in that movie that the director's making, and one of his lines is, "Geez, these pretzels are making me thirsty." Uh So. Kramer tells the gang, Jerry, um, Elaine, and George, like, what happened, like, his line and everything. And throughout um, him getting that role, Jerry and Elaine and uh, George have their own separate situations happening. Yeah. So George right now is, like, parking cars for extra money while the card caretaker is away. Elaine is dating, like, an older man that got injured. And Jerry (laughs) is... um, trying to get a reservation for a car, a mm-hmm. rental car, but, like, the rental place is kind of, like, giving him a hard time. But anyways, so he tells them, like, the line, Jesus, this is making me thirsty. Uh-huh. And they sort of give their take, like, Elaine says, like, I think you should say it like this. Jeez, these pretzels make me... Like, it's like, <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And then George is the funniest one because he's so engulfed in anger and frustration. <laughs> he's like... Jeez, these pretzels are making me thirsty. Like, it's like a very angry, um, angry tone. Yeah. yeah. And the best part, the reason why like I brought this episode up is because this is how I kind of noticed the writing is that like throughout the show they said the line offhandedly. Oh, that's so. Funny. Yeah. Right. Because like cool. like Jerry was talking to the rental place and eating pretzels. Yeah. And he was getting frustrated. He's like, you know what? These pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> like, it, that's why, that's where I started to figure out how the writing was, because, like, for them to take that joke in 360 and incorporate it. Yeah, in real life situations. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's hilarious. And that's funny. How long Great is Seinfeld? Show. Nine seasons. Nine seasons? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That ran for it's a while. It's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. What season are you on? Seven. Dang. I started, like, last month. You binge. I know. I've that's pretty good. Every night. Yeah. yeah. It's a good show. You should watch it. Everyone should watch it right. now. <laughs> should. You should have, no, you should have watched it though. <laughs> Seriously. Um, the last thing I want to mention is um, a brand new EP by the band slash person named Monsoon. He's an Asian Canadian artist. Um, and he had a really good song he released like two years ago called Nothing to Lose. Um did it go mainstream? It went super mainstream. Oh, and how? they released nothing after that. Literally nothing. Oh my god. Like it just it was a good song, one, and two, like Spotify featured it on like all those playlists. Oh wow. So it gained a lot of traction on that. And like after those two years, they released nothing until like two weeks ago. Dang. And like Is it good? It's good. 
And the reason being for that is because the guy was going was in college and like obviously he <laughs> oh, couldn't shit. yeah he couldn't write okay. anything and that's why it was such a long hiatus yeah but he like i guess he had a break or he graduated mm-hmm. so they released this ep and it's it's pretty good it's pretty great dang that's that's cool to hear yeah, yeah. like they released like a banger <laughs> nothing nothing <laughs> goes out of college is even better it's also great that he's asian too i love supporting yeah. asian artists that's cool what kind of music is it like indie indie rock indie rock kind of i can't sing it i'm kidding <laughs> i'm not good with my genres so i couldn't it's i know like, no, uh, it's totally hard to pin down musical even like movie genres nowadays yeah because everything is just like mixing together which is great it's just diversifying but yeah no don't worry what kind of genre is claro bedroom pop Bam! It's like an intense bedroom pop. Intense. No, it's not. It's not. It's like indie know. bedroom SoundCloud and, pop. Indie indie bedroom rock pop. I definitely just include the word bedroom in there because it's definitely bedroom music. That's what. Yeah, I like that word bedroom. Yeah. I like the bedroom pop. Yeah, the bedroom it's, genre. It's like cool right? name. I like that. <laughs> bedroom pop. Yeah. <laughs> and that has been our quick take on a couple of things that we've been enjoying this week lately. What have you been enjoying lately? Tell us on Instagram at Watch It Sound. I'm Josh Landicho. Follow me on my personal Instagram at The Space Wolf. And with me is Carmela Ocampo. And you can follow me at Catmela O on Instagram as well. You can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. Give us a thumbs up, five stars, whatever you're going to give us. That'd be tight. Even though I really don't know what those do. It just I hear people say it, so like, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> Improve our algorithm. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and keep on watching and indulging in your favorite media.